Welcome to This Week at TMS. We're your hosts, Sarah Grace Hayes and Maggie Pena. This week, we are sitting down with Assistant Campus and Community Editor Cosette Gunter and Campus and Community Staff Writer Magna Santra to discuss the recent uptick of violence and stalking in Oxford. It's Friday, April 30th. Well, hi guys. Thank you all for coming on the podcast today. We're super excited to have you all. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, thank you. This is really, really cool. Yeah, of course. Um, We can just dive right in. Obviously, your story was about the recent upticks in violence in Oxford this past couple weeks. So can you just sort of give us a rundown of the different events that have actually taken place? Yeah, there hasn't generally been an uptick in crime in Oxford specifically, but there have been some more immediate threats to students this past weekend, particularly female students, which has obviously put some female students on high alert. It started out with, we heard about maybe a stalker figure on campus. We had one person in our story who talked about maybe confronting a figure who might've been the stalker figure. So we kind of have that perspective in the story. We also have two other reported crime incidents, one being a break-in and a theft in a uh, female student residence on campus, mostly members of a sorority. And then we also had a firearm incident at Skipper's Top Deck, where there were some men that came in and started harassing women, saying inappropriate things, touching them, things like that. And then one of the women had a gun pulled on them. Both of these people who were involved in these crimes have been arrested, but that's what's been going on. You mentioned that the police were obviously involved, but can you explain the involvement of either Oxford Police Department or Miami University Police in these incidents? To my knowledge, the Miami University Police hasn't been as involved since most of the incidents like, occurred off campus. Most of my articles focusing on the break-ins of the house containing mostly girls in the sorority, as Kosa mentioned. And I know that the girl I interviewed said that the police got on there very quickly, like as soon as they were called in the early morning hours when that incident occurred. And from what I heard, they responded pretty well to that house incident. From Skippers, the police did get there, but it was one the bouncer did have to handle it. And for a while, like I know the bouncer had removed the gun in a while, kind of disarm it in a way. And then the police got there. And as you know, they were arrested. I'd say overall, the OP did a good job in just dealing with the off-campus instance once they occurred. But we haven't heard a ton from the MUPD now. I know you mentioned it in your story. Can you just remind us what each of the people in each of the um, different situations has been charged with? Or the incident about like involving that how the sorority house or not just non-official sorority house. He was charged with five different offenses: operating a vehicle impaired OVI with prior conviction, OVI assault, burglary, and attempt to commit an offense. And the two men that were arrested at top deck, they were charged with carrying concealed weapons, aggravated menacing, possession of weapons under disability, and the use of weapons while intoxicated. Do you guys know if there are any indications as to why this uptick has happened recently? Honestly, that's largely a mystery. Um, TMS did a story earlier about sexual assault bulletins that have mainly been occurring in North Quad, and there's not really a direct line that we can follow as to why that's going on, but I know in that article they were talking about how it usually happens more towards the beginning of the semesters, beginning of the academic year, so it's kind of a mystery as to why this has been happening right now, but Obviously, the main idea is just that, you know, women need to stay safe. Uh, We need to be on our guard, especially with situations like this. 
right to fall in love because that said one of the girls i interviewed like for this like the nice second source she did mention with the, with the house it was a bit hard to tell like just that direct cause because she just mentioned that the, all he did was like he robbed stuff he was there in the room for a while and just didn't say it do anything he was just staring at them you can't exactly tell exactly like, because he, he could have done harm if he wanted to, but he didn't. He just robbed, like broken and took a lot of the cash and MacBooks and AirPods. But what made it a little weird too was he also tried broken to some of the frat houses, which a lot of guys, like there were some frat annex houses surrounding the house that was broken into. So it doesn't feel, so that incident particularly doesn't feel gendered, but to talk about the other instance, like with all the stalking and all that, it's probably like a line of attitude just seeing how those incidents get treated by OPD and Miami. In your article, you mentioned a couple things that OPD and Miami people have encouraged students to do to stay safe. Can y'all just sort of give us a rundown of some of what they were saying students should do in order to better protect themselves? So Jessica Riven is sick. She's the director of the news and media relations. So she basically recommended that students keep reporting the crimes. Also, and Green, Jessica Green, the assistant city manager, she recommended that by just locking doors when you're not at home, staying with friends when you go out, and promptly calling the police if anyone's behavior was suspicious. Yeah, so Jessica Ravinius definitely emailed us a pretty good list of things that she wanted students to know. Jessica Ravinius is our news media relations director for the university. So she kind of, you know, gave us a couple things, just reminding people that police officers are always on duty. They're patrolling the campus on foot, on bikes, and in cars 24 hours a day. So we definitely have that police presence on campus. We also have different programs that Miami University Police offers as far as crime prevention. We have the emergency phones on campus. We have safety awareness programs. And then there's lots of tips just on MEPD's website about personally keeping yourself safe. And then the Office of the Dean tries to actively reach out to students who have been a part of these crimes, things like that, and just trying to make sure they're okay. So there are definitely resources on campus for students who have experienced things like this. Well, I think that's all of the questions we have for you guys, but we really appreciate you guys coming on here. I know it can be kind of difficult to talk about, especially since we're all women here on this podcast, but we really appreciate you coming on and telling us and the Oxford community about these events. Absolutely. Everyone stay safe. Yes, stay safe. And thank you again. This episode of This Week at TMS was produced and edited by Sarah Grace Hayes and Maggie Pena with supervising production from our editor-in-chief, Tim Carlin. Our theme music is by Sam Tarabellini. That's all for This Week at TMS. Stay tuned for our next episode out on the Miami Students SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Podcasts next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Grace Hayes. And I'm Maggie Pena. Love and honor.